this is Angels broadcaster Trent Rush, and you're listening to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Now here's your host, my guy, Taylor Blake Ward. Hey everybody, welcome to Locked On Angels and Locked On Padres, a crossover episode between Javi and Taylor Blake Ward. I am Taylor Blake Ward. Javi, I actually don't know your last name. Uh, Reyes, yeah, that's fair Reyes. because that's Twitter. I don't have it. Yeah, that's I'm gonna. Fine. I gotta start putting that back. Yeah, <laughs> gotta remind you people. Stick is the way I know you. <laughs> Did you like that edit that I made? The, I, the I thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's funny that. that the first the first reason I I think it was a friend of mine over Xbox Live came up with my new Twitter name because I think it was like Javier Reyes ninety six or something like that. And then I was like, I want to have one of those cool ads, and I got like annoyed. And then he's like, I got it, I got it, ready, man? It's it's jalapeno. You know what I mean? Like a jalapeno. I was like, oh, hey. I don't know why I added an accent there. But yeah, that's what uh, yeah, right. we went with. And I've just had that forever, basically. So it's that's a Jersey going thing. on like six years. Yeah, yeah. It's a Jersey thing. Yeah, yeah it's a Jersey, Jersey thing. You wouldn't get it. No. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, you wouldn't get it. It's like the worst South Park episode ever. Um, so I know a lot of you aren't used to this kind of intro from Lockdown Angels. Is this kind of how you open up the show, Javi? Uh, I just go, man. It depends. Okay. It depends. Well, if I have a guest on, yeah. If I have a guest thought, I just go, pretty much. Just gotta I like go, that we're just going to go. Um, just as a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter, at Lockdown Angels. You can follow me personally, at Taylor Blake Ward. Javi, we're going to... Well, the Padres people know, but for the Angels people, yeah. we're going to call you. <laughs> you can check out the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or the F4 Bitch and Javipeno, which is spelled J-I-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. For Love my it. personal account. Great account. Great account. Yeah, no, fantastic. Um, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, you can download today's show or subscribe to Lockdown Angels, Lockdown Padres, or any of the episodes on Lockdown Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, the new Himalaya podcasting app, whatever podcasting outlet you're using to listen to today's show. Javi, we're going to talk Padres and Angels. Um, we're going to break this into two segments. So let's lead off with, yeah, let's lead off with the Padres. So the Angels and Padres are going to play on Monday night and Wednesday night. On Monday, they're going to be down at Petco, uh, my favorite ballpark in all of baseball, man. It really is. Nice. And nice. Wednesday, they're going to be Angel, which is around the average ballpark, in my opinion. Um, you know, I've been to uh, been to 24 of them. Wow. And Angel is top 15. Probably roughly it's good. 15. It's good, you know. Yeah, no, it's not a bad ballpark, but... Uh, so we're, I said Padres, right? We're starting off with Padres? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what you said, yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're going to like this reference. Um, the Kakashi Hitaki of the San Diego Padres, Jay Singler. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Like, I got to tell oh, you. Oh, my God. You guys, that was incredible. <laughs> my eyes widened. I was like, what? <laughs> He's bringing it back. <laughs> so last time we talked, you said that you watched Naruto, right? Yes, I do watch Naruto, yeah. I have never in my life watched Naruto. But <laughs> I my made such a stretch of a reference, yeah. Oh, it was huge. My brother-in-law wore a shirt that had a, a Kakashi on it, and it said Naruto. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, who's that guy? And he's like, <laughs> he's kind of like the sensei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a rough pass, and like he's trying to explain <laughs> it to me, and I'm like, so he's like a coach? Because I know what a sensei is. And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, 
Jason. Yeah, it fits. It actually, <laughs> I could confirm that it fits. Yeah, it fits enough. Yeah, for sure. So uh, the Kakashi of the Padres, Jace Singler. Oh my God. I'm yeah. looking at this lineup, and you got you know Mejia, you got Hosmer, Profar, Machado, Tatis, Fam, Grisham, Myers. I did that literally in positional order. Mm-hmm. Then I have a big old slot that says DH. Who in the world is going to be the designated hitter for the Padres? And that's a question I never thought I'd ask ever. I don't. I don't think anyone knows in a lot of ways, honestly. Well, because the weird part is like, I don't know. Well, because they're not preparing for that, right? Because the NL. So I don't think that they know exactly yet. I haven't seen for sure. Um, I don't know because I think what would be interesting is they actually, if they wanted to run this, they could do the hedges at catcher and then Mejia at DH. I don't know if Mejia is enough proven offensively. Uh, just based on what I've seen. But I'd love if anyone could be good from the catcher position offensively because Hedge is, you know, not great. Uh, But he's great defensively. So I'm really curious to see what they do with that. And they've been trading a lot of guys. They got rid of some outfielders in the offseason. So I don't know exactly what their plan is for that. That's a good question. I've totally forgot, like, the DH thing. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is is definitely a thing. I think – I'll let you go, but I've got two guys that kind of just came up in my mind. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Who are the two guys that came up for you? I had Josh Naylor, but I don't know if he's okay. ready or not. Is he ready? Yeah, I don't. That's the thing, right? Like, all the guys that I feel like could do this, I don't think they're ready. Myers, I guess, maybe. Guys, well, I was thinking, I'm like, Will Myers has to be your DH because he's not that good a fielder. No, and he's quite he's horrible, right actually. I mean, the only other person would be, would be Hosmer, probably, is the only one that's uh, worse. Right, and he's a first, so it's, yeah. who are you going to put at first? Yeah, it's like you probably put Will Myers first, right? I mean, I mean, it's amazing that there's someone that might be worse at first base than Eric Hosmer, but (laughs) just and in fairness, it's I think it's a little bit smaller of a sample size than Hosmer, but I think they just want to keep playing. He's more used to that, while Myers can at least maybe play other positions. That's I think that's like where his value stems from, and for a lot of people and potential trade value, which I don't think they're trading him, or at least I don't think they will now. but there's definitely a lot of money to part with. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's because they can't get they can't dump Hosmer. I don't think you could dump Hosmer on anybody, um, oh. especially at first base. But the 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 what's his face? Will Myers? Yeah, uh, the yeah. Myers thing. I mean, he can play outfield. He can't play it well, but I think there is some it's value to be had with that. He can play a couple right. different Serv- positions. Serviceable yeah. in a sense. Uh, I mean, you have Tommy Pham, but he can play the yeah. outfield. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other guy I was thinking of was Ty France, who was just towards the Pacific Coast League last year, but everyone yeah. did. So it's like, yeah, exactly. Are, you know, are his offensive numbers real or are they not? I, you know, everyone I talk to says that he's kind of just a fringy baseball player who can hit a little bit. And it's like, <laughs> you know, that's why you can't rely on these Pacific Coast League numbers at all. Because a guy like Ty France, who every scout I've talked to is like, yeah, he's, he's okay. It's like, well, he was <laughs> MVP of, uh, he was the hitting champion of minor league baseball. He was, MVP of the Pacific Coast League or whatever. I'm assuming he was. I I believe he was, if I'm remembering right. But, you know, it's like, do you have Ty France at DH? You move. I don't know, man. I mean, this would have been the perfect perfect time for Fran Mille to still be on the team. Uh, Another Reyes, of course. Uh, It would have been great for him to still be in this position because he was also bad. Padres really like having these players that are not good defensively. (laughs) They got rid of their best defender. They yeah. Got, well, okay. And in respect to Manny Machado, who is fantastic. And talking about Retro? No, I'm talking about. Well, they got rid of Retro. Oh, yeah, I'm the, that was the Tommy Fam trade. Yeah, that was the Fam trade. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I was, I was like, where the hell is Tom? Where's 
Where's Hunter Renfro? Um, no, Manny Margot. I love Manny Margot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he can play I mean, the field. He can play all yeah. over. The thing, and the thing with Margot is while I did like the Pagan thing, I like that they were like, you know, let's sure up a bullpen. That's going to be one of our things. We're going to have an ace bullpen, which is great. I'm, I'm excited for that. But it is questionable that Margot, I don't know if he's had a – People like Margot, man. Like I've I've liked him for a while too. Just people that I've listened to always were like, "This guy is going to break out," and he never does. So I understand why they want to give up on him. But it's also the Padres, and the Padres don't have a lot of outfielders, so they don't really have a true like a true center fielder, right? You've got Fam, you've got Grisham, but you don't have guys that definitely play center, and you're just going to have to like figure that out on the fly to shore up your bullpen. It's a risk, and I'm hoping that my belief is that Taylor Trammell is going to step up for the team. I actually am really high on that guy. So. I was just going to ask you: Is Taylor Trammell an option, or is I think so? Jorge I think Mateo, so. Did he get injured? Did he test positive? So, something happened with Jorge Mateo after the oh, trade, man. right? Yeah, something I can't. I'm blanking right? on it. I know. I can't. It's either, been so right? long since I've actually followed real Padres news. This is wild. Mm-hmm. Like, it's this is exciting. I mean, <laughs> look, honestly, like yeah, right. I'm like getting. You know how you're like getting back into the. Oh yeah, like I need to like refresh myself on all the storylines that are going on because everything the world ended, so we have to like you know come back to it. (laughs) Um, There is one guy, but he's an infielder, and well, I want to bring him up in the second segment or whenever. It's fine. Um, Mm -hmm. But lost my train. Oh, um, for those of you listening, and and maybe we're trying to figure this out. My audio is either very good or very poor, um, (laughs) and we're not sure which one it is. We we tested the audio, and we we're indifferent as to how it's actually playing out so we're not sure about this so if you hear a cough it is me um i just saw javi had a drink of water which i've got mine are you drinking dasani uh nah man that pure life man let's go you brought up taylor Trammell and everything there's two mm-hmm. other guys that, that we kind of have to bring up here is luis patino or is it Pati- yes. patino i think it's patino i think it's patino I think okay. it's Patino. I haven't seen the squiggly line. What do you call that yeah. squiggly line over the end? The the the. the <laughs> yeah. What is it? Uh, the end. No. Oh my God. What is that called? This is just the hard part about doing podcasts. You just forget yeah, basic no. things. Uh, I don't remember, um, but whatever. <laughs> uh, and, and Mackenzie Gore. I mean, yes. Mackenzie Gore is kind of the question that's surrounding the San Diego Padres. Is is he going to come up? But when I look at this pitching staff, I mean. Chris Paddock, uh, Denelson Lamette, Garrett Richards. Now I gotta ask you: Have you seen the? Have you seen pictures of Garrett Richards recently? So I did, and I was like, "Whoa!" So <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like I got excited. It was cool. When, when Garrett Richards was high level arm for the Angels and All Star caliber, he missed it, and it was like a vote for Gritch or whatever. And the yeah. Angels had Bobby Gritch. Uh, from you know the 80s 90s as their second baseman one of the greatest second basemen in baseball history but but Bobby Gritch had the mustache and the, the flowy hair that kind of stuck out I put a side-by-side of Garrett and Bobby Gritch together and I said G Ridge meets Gritch and honestly they, they kind of look alike but that mustache is kind of weird yeah I, but, I saw the tweet I was like oh my god I mean don't get me wrong. The Padres have all sorts of players with eccentric personalities and like hairstyles. I mean, Manny Machado is even doing a little bit of something with his facial hair. I asked, a friend of mine asked me that for part of the mailbag uh, that I did a few weeks ago, which was funny. Um, everyone's kind of got a thing. Chris Paddock has a lion tattoo. Like this team is this team is yeah. feeling itself, man. <laughs> this team's feeling I, itself. It's pretty great. Fernando Tatis has that wacky hair. I love it though. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I mean, he it's is. Great. He's so thrilling. He's so <laughs> yeah. thrilling. Um, but he's kind of the. He, Second most exciting player, probably between the two teams that we have. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm next to Trout. I, I mean, um, well, yeah, between both of our teams, probably it's it's probably Trout and then Tatis right now. I'd say for this, the most exciting. If we were just doing the whole, you know, breakdown so, of both teams, and then probably followed by Machado, and then oh no, actually, I I actually, say, you I got Otani though. I've got two so, for you, man. Because yeah. you got Shohei, but you got Jake Cronworth. <laughs> Yo, what is no joke? I did not know this until I did the study for the show. Was that Jake Cronworth as a two-way player? I had no idea. He throws like a ninety-six mile an hour fastball. He's got he's got his stuff, man. It's I I was just talking with when I was talking talking earlier. I was like, oh, I want to bring this guy up later. It's Jake Cronworth. What the hell is with this guy? He's awesome. It's amazing. I think, and I talked about this with Daniel Epstein on our um on our podcast for a couple days ago, where I think part of it is because the Padres system is really deep. So I think people like I think in other organizations, maybe this guy is getting a little bit more talk about. But the Padres have all these guys from Petito to Abrams to to Gore that I think people are forgetting. Oh, and they also just have this guy who plays two positions, too. Uh, and I'm not saying he's Otani. Obviously, I mean, who is? Right? Well, I mean, but I mean, the fact that he's a two-way player is exciting. It's, it's exciting. Real. Just I mean, and I think and I, I would love to ask you about this, like when it was happening, like the Otani thing, when he, he first came up in the league um, after that signing. One of the more exciting storylines in all of baseball, from what I remember. I mean, it was like a real thing. Everyone's like, he does it again. He had a home run, like one of his first games. Like people were really, really excited about it. And I, in a lot of ways, it'd be really fun if the sport had more weird kind of players like that, that play two positions and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so you get, you probably have the top two more, more excited players. It's, it's tough between hey. Otani and Tatis, but I don't know. He's uh, the Otani he's thing's still fun. There. Yeah, yeah he's, um, he's still up there, but yeah. Absolutely. You said Dan. You you do a podcast with Dan? Yeah, we. I just had about the show. Oh man! So I, I'm going to share a story. Then I guess we we got to head to break, and then we'll talk about Angels in the yeah. second segment. But Dan Epstein put out on his Twitter. I have no idea who he was. No idea. Someone yeah. sent it to me, and he said, "I have two tickets to the World Series that I can't go to." And he Ooh. said, "You know, I just want to." Give them to somebody who could use them, these kind of things. And I thought, you know, I, I have an in. I, I don't want to be this jerk who steps in and says, oh, I want them, blah, 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 blah. But I was yeah, like, yeah. you know what, man? My mom had cancer at the time, and uh, they, they're they big. You know, my parents went to Dodger Stadium from basically when it opened. And mm-hmm. my mom's an Angels fan. My dad's a Dodgers fan, but they still treated me. You know, they, they had me grow up as a Southern California baseball fan. I watched the Padres, Dodgers, and Angels. And I enjoy all three teams, but I mentioned to Dan, I said, Hey, you know, I said, my mom has cancer. She's never been to a world series game at Dodger stadium. They've been going for a long time. I said, you know, if it happens to be, it works for you or whatever, you know, I would love to have the tickets. He kicked them right over to me and awesome. he's like, you know, whatever. So my mom and dad went to a game, uh, game three or game two of the world. I don't remember what, I think it was game three of the world series. Um, the one where Puig hit that grand slam and, and everything. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Puig, you know, I hope he I hope he ends up better. I just found out before yeah. he came on that he tested positive for coronavirus. But um, you know, my parents had the time of their life and they took a sign saying, Thanks to Daniel Epstein for the tickets. Oh, that's and awesome. Dan was, Dan was so emotional about it. And when my mom died, Dan was really emotional about it. And I said, Look, Dan, I said, what you did for my parents is beyond world class. I said, You gave them a memory that they can cherish. And I said, you know, for the rest of my dad's life. He'll remember going to Dodger Stadium with my mom three months before she died, and it was her last baseball game. I said, and you gave my mom her last baseball game, man. So, Dan, if you're listening or, you know, if we want to kick the stands way, I do. 
Dan, thank you so much, man. Really, it, it meant so much to my family. So, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> such an amazing <laughs> story. <laughs> this is so great. On camera and just you know, we're, oh my god, we're that's amazing. Back, so. It's like compared so Dan, to man, how I yeah, compared to how I met Dan, it's like. I saw him write a couple things and liked his tweets and invited him on the show. Like, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> no, oh, Dan my God. It's so man, good guy, Dan. Dan is the man. He is. He is Dan a great is guy. And so, everyone tuned um, in for uh, my show. We're having, like, two more parts, I think, with him for our big uh, preview discussion. Those will be out, like, next week? Question mark? Yeah, next week. Uh, so, yeah, stay tuned to all the Padres listeners for that. And whatnot. We need to but, yeah, just call him good guy, Dan. Just call him yeah, good just guy call him Dan. good guy Dan. Just call him good guy Dan. Good guy Dan. Good guy Dan. So, uh, Dan Epstein, we miss you, buddy. We hope you're doing well, and uh, thanks for the tickets, buddy. We're, my family is Absolutely. beyond appreciative of that. So, Absolutely. in the second segment, we will talk more Padres and Angels here on this Lockdown Angels, Lockdown Padres crossover. Hey guys, this is Dylan Short, host of the Locked On Braves. Proud to bring you back to Locked On Angels and your host, my friend, Taylor Blake Ward. So, Javi, I don't know. I've been asking you about the Padres. I've been asking you about Kakashi Ataki, Jace Tingler, Eric Cosmer, <laughs> the works, Jake Cronworth, yeah. who I never thought I'd bring up, and the Padres yeah. and the DH. Incredible. What about the Angels, man? Do you have any questions about the Angels? So, what's interesting about the Angels is. They're on year – like, I called it, like, kind of the Leo DiCaprio situation where <laughs> Trout is, like, clearly the best player and DiCaprio is clearly, like, the best actor we had. And everyone wants to complain. No disrespect to Suggest Tom someone Hanks. else. Yeah. What I mean is, like, in their prime. Like, in their prime, right, and whatnot. Um, and that's who we had, but he never won an Oscar. Trout is kind of in this weird – Situation and no, oh yeah, you're asking about Trout when it comes to the ages. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, how can Obviously, you? Not? Right? Um, yeah, I mean, he is the guy. Is this team better? Because I wonder if now they do have Otani back, right? And they, they did sign Anthony Rendon, but have they really addressed the elephant in the room, which is the starting pitching? Can they survive without having uh, like any missing- type of surefire ace? <laughs> that was a beautiful cough. Thank you. Um, I think missing out on Garrett Cole was a big deal. And that was a big deal for everyone because they thought the Angels were getting Garrett Cole, not just mm-hmm. the Angels people, but baseball. And yeah, mm-hmm. they still need the ace. Is Shohei Otani going to be that guy? Sure, he could be, but we don't know yet. And man, man, something's stuck in my throat here. It's uh, it's the emotion from Dan Epstein, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you have Andrew Heaney. They brought in Julio Tehran, who is probably not going to start the season. Uh, they brought yeah. in Dylan Bundy, so they improved. And I think the biggest thing is health, but I get the point is it's like the starting rotation is still at best league average, right? I mean, you know, it's I mean, not like that's very optimistic, I think. Yeah. I mean, you do have Otani, which is great, you know, but yeah. For, for myself, I look at it and it's like it's league average, but I cover the Angels. I see these guys regularly. For someone that doesn't, and I'm glad you said that because this is where you and I can disagree and be fine great. with it. So, where would you say the Angels rotation is? Uh, it feels like a lower third of the league, lower yeah. fourth, because I just don't think – look, and I know that those guys have had moments before, and I know that um, – what's his face? Like, he needs to have moments before for sure. But – and I actually do like the – I like the Tehran signing. He's he's weird, though. I don't – he's one of those guys that I would – I'm keeping my eye on for a little bit, but if it goes wrong, then I'm like, okay, yeah. Like, that's – maybe that's just who he is. Uh, but he's that had a couple seasons. Yeah, he's had metrics a are, His metrics are horrible. Yeah, his metrics are his metrics are horrible, but he ends every year with a sub three ERA somehow. Yeah, it's he's one of those anomaly type of guys, and there's every now and then. I mean, offensively, I can't think of players right now guys that just happen to continue like people with 
like, you know, like Babbitt for offensive players, there's always like those guys that it's like 430 and for some reason just keeps going that way, right? Like I think Charlie Blackman was one of those guys for a little bit and he's still really good. So yeah, there are those guys that outperform their metrics for sure. But I just think on the on the surface level, yeah, I mean, the Garrett Cole thing, um, I thought they were going to get him too. Uh, I really yeah. did. I thought like for sure. I mean, you bring in Joe Madden. I was like, oh man, they are. They've heard people complaining about wasting Chad's career. <laughs> they're not gonna. They're not just gonna get Red Doe. They're also gonna get Garrett Cole. They're gonna shell out all the money. Do almost kind of what they did with the the pool hole signing back when they shelled out all the money for both for him and Hamilton, um, except for pitching in this case. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, Rendon's good, and in fairness, this could. I mean, sixty game season. Uh, well, I mean, Maybe they just start hot. I mean, you get these guys that can carry the team. You mentioned Trout and Anthony Rendon, who you know it's like we always talk about Anthony Rendon, but we always bring him up second. Yeah, Anthony Rendon is a top ten baseball yeah. player. Yeah, it, uh-huh. some people view him as a top five baseball player, and I think Anthony Rendon is a total game changer in every sense yeah. of the way. But I get it, you know, pitching. It's all about pitching because this offense, you know, you've got guys like uh, you know underrated guys, David Fletcher. And Drum Simmons, you got guys like you, you just enough to he pick up, you know, Albert Pujols, what can he do over 60 games or whatever? Um, you even have a guy like Brian Goodwin, who is a very good offensive player. And it's surprising to see his offensive output, Tommy Lasella. And mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think there's a lot of questions about the offense. You know, even Jason Castro, yeah. who they brought in over the year, Jason Castro, very offensive minded catcher, who's a pretty good defensive catcher as well. So I get it. It's all about the pitching. And you know, for, for you and I to sit here and, and you believe it's a bottom third rotation. And I yeah, sit it's here and say on it's paper. Average, you know, it's still, it's not like this, it's not yeah. like either of us believe the pitching is going to carry the Angels here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and like and, from, and like from the Padres, uh, cool. Uh, and the Padres point of view, it's like, look, I, I know their rotation has got plenty of questions too, right? But it just feels like at least they have Paddock. And I think people forgot they have Denelson Lamette coming back this year. He could be pretty good. He's a strikeout machine. And then, yeah, it gets a little bit questionable after them. But I like the flyers they took too, like on Garrett Richards, your your boy, uh, Garrett Richards, who one healthy is pretty good. So yeah. if that's your guy, and Zach Davies, who not great, I know he doesn't get a lot of strikeouts. I know that, but as a fifth starter, not too bad. Right. Especially when you look Luchessi at the Padres' rotation. And, and Cal Control, you know, you, you got yeah. Luchessi, you got Control, yeah. you got a. Uh... Eric Lauer got traded, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean there is such yeah. a hogwash grab bag of Padres pitchers uh, right. in the rotation that just were there at points. And and Quantrill, who this feels like a very make it or break it, like on his prospects type of season, although it is 60 games, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, hopefully he like yeah. steps up and is better. But um, there's it's definitely it feels like there's at least a semblance of a starting rotation this year. While last year it was like everyone was like, who are they going to put out? And Thankfully, the paddock breakout happened. But other than that, I mean, it was you, not good for the Padres. Here's a weird one for you. Could the Padres go out and start the year where they just don't have a starting pitcher? They, they tell Matt Strom, hey, we're going to give you three <laughs> innings. We're going to give uh, Michael Baez yeah. three innings. We're going to give Luis Perdomo three innings, Anderson Espinosa, Drew Pomerantz three innings. I mean, all these – it's like, can they go out and say our fifth day is not just a bullpen day, but it's a – I mean, hell, it, it might be – However just, many pitchers we need just to get through the day. I mean, that's the interesting thing about baseball in general, right? Where everyone's wondering, like, this league is going more towards relievers and having guys who maybe go five or six strong, but then it's having, like, a great bullpen and just having all these guys that give you two strong innings. And I think the Padres are trying to build towards that. I would be all for it. This is, as far as I'm concerned, if you start out pretty slow 
then just experiment, man. Uh, don't get crazy with it and don't, you know, run Mackenzie Gore into the ground. But if you're like, you know, five and 15 to start, I say you start thinking about what if we just ran out for our fifth starter, just a bunch of relievers, just try it. I mean, this is kind of the season of trying. This is a weird, unprecedented season. So if there's any other time to just try it out, random lineups and have different guys bring call up Jake Cronenworth, whatever, right? Like now would be the time. And just to, just use that bullpen and see if that you can make a new starter out of it, essentially, ostensibly. But I don't know. I'd be I'd be curious to see where they go with that. I think a lot of teams in general, uh, these first like 20 or so games, which is you should never judge on the first 20 games uh, for a season usually. But I mean, as right, evidenced by the literal. <laughs> yeah, as literally by the national champions last year, uh, the the nationals like they started off slow. Uh, so do not judge um, in a long season but in this case yeah 20 games you might just be able to be like all right let's call it it's it's whatever the for some reason the 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 white Sox are like in first place like it's it's everything's kind of conceivable by the way real quick what's your take on the white Sox? i'm i'm kind of pro i mean well giolito right and i look i know people don't like when you bring this up but i remember when it was a big deal when i was in my fantasy league when he was the the number he was like oh he was on the nationals that's right and he's yeah. just like top prospect. And it took him a long, long, long time. Like, I feel like I was a sophomore in high school, which is like five, six years ago, I feel like at this point. And like, people were like, oh, like, yeah, this is going to be the guy. Never really happened. And then last year it, it clicked. I mean, he's the ultimate kind of late bloomer that I can think of off the top of my head. And it's really exciting. So if you combo that with Eloy and Mancada and Jose Abreu, and I love Tim Anderson, who, yeah, Who's some of there? his numbers are a little bit, you know, Luis numbers are a little bit weird. Is it Luis Robert or Luis Roberts? Luis Robert, correct? Uh, yeah, I think it's Robert. Um, so yeah, he's a, he's probably getting called up. Like exciting a, times for White Sox, man. We had a deal on Lockdown Angels where it was a prop bet deal, and it okay. was could a rookie win Cy Young and could a rookie win MVP? We all said yes, and it was Luis Robert. We all yeah. said he could be an MVP, and we all said I, I said yes to uh, the Cy Young, and I said Michael Kopech, but he obviously opted out. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm in on the White Sox, man. I, I even before when we were looking at 162 games, I sat there and said, "Man, the White Sox are such a threat in the American League that no one knows about. They're going to pop yeah. up and just be a real threat." So I'm with it. But uh, so Angels, Padres, they're going to play in San Diego on Monday night. Um, here at Lockdown Angels, this show is going to air on Friday. Uh, Javi, we're still waiting to find out when this is airing on Lockdown Padres. Yeah, I think this is probably going to air like early, early Monday. That's probably what I'm so, going to do. Just uh, type for, the game. for Lockdown Angels, the Padres are, or the Angels are going to go to San Diego, face the Padres on Monday for the Padres listeners. Uh, later tonight in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Later tonight in San Diego. And then the Padres and Angels will meet up in Anaheim on uh, Wednesday night. And that's going to work for both of our shows. So on Wednesday yeah, night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, but uh, Javi, anything more? I'm looking at the clock. I know we're kind of close on time. How much time we got left? Uh, got about like seven minutes left, you know. All right, well, let's shoot, um, let's, let's shoot hey, it for seven minutes. What else look, you got, man? I mean, what else do I got? Who's going to win these spring training games? I don't know. I mean, it's it's just so weird, dude. Like, it's so weird that this is really happening. Like, yes, we are getting baseball back. And I know there's been a bunch of talk about that. I want to get into that right now. But, like, yeah, it's happening, and I'm excited. It's I kind of wish it was regular season games so I could be a little bit more excited and maybe p- propose my wait. own wager of my you own. Wait a uh, days, man. Yeah, I know, I know, but like, it's crazy. It'd be pretty nuts if they started their own. 
they're yeah, it'd be pretty nuts if they started the season with an interleague game. That'd be pretty uh pretty awesome, honestly. I, I want more interleague games, but unfortunately, yeah, probably not gonna be facing the Angels all that all that much, uh, I guess, and unless Trout leaves for some reason to a national league team, which I mean uh, I mean, another 11, 10, 11 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. something crazy like that. Um, no, I'm hoping the Padres win. And if they lose, then I'll just pretend that it – and I'll, here's what I'll do. If they lose on Monday and they lose on Wednesday, I'll be like, guys, spring training, who cares? And if they win <laughs> – and if they win, if they win, I'll be like, guys, see? I told you. Here Such we go. This is the <laughs> so, it's oh what my you do. God. It's, it's, it's um, just so like the, the Cowboys fans when they were calling so different the quarterbacks. Win on a Monday or Wednesday, I will say spring training stats don't matter. Yeah. And if they lose on Monday or Wednesday, I'll say spring training stats don't matter. <laughs> or yeah. I can do the reverse of what That's you do. It. I can do the total reverse and say, uh, oh, panic, panic time. Is yeah, 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 time. yeah, yeah. yeah. You could pull Does a panic move. You, I don't, there's all these yeah. strategies to go with, really, when you're talking about the team. <laughs> um you, you missed our uh our zoom call, or our uber call earlier yeah i did i did so sean woodley was telling us that um next door to him earlier this morning they someone was having a uh, kesha concert or like a kesha dance festival. Okay. So i had to look it up and i i vaguely remembered kesha like very yeah vaguely kesha. Yeah, yeah me too but i was uh i played it on our uber call and I was like so bad. And I finally was like, you know what? Screw this. Kesha's kind of good, man. <laughs> I just found out how old you are. I, you know, the joke is that you're four, but I actually thought you were yeah. like 25-ish or so. And I just found out you are 22? 23. 23. 23. Okay, 23. You're almost 24, too. My RIP so uh, is coming up. So I am coming up on 30 in a year and uh, a while. Year and yeah. a while. Let's go with that. In September, it'll be a year. But um so Kesha for me was like senior, like junior, senior year and like at senior prom, like we would dance to Kesha. So I had to pull up this song. I'm trying to wait it out until we get to the chorus so I can play it through the microphone. I have no idea if it's going to play or not, but <laughs> I'm trying to see. Do you remember this? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. There, there was like. <laughs> Heart is mine. I can't even there, I remember these two songs and I don't oh, know why, but I have the. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. That was the one. That was the one. Kesha kind of slapped, man. Kesha kind of slapped. And obviously, she has all that that crazy story. If people haven't looked up that really sad story, I recommend everyone look it up with the kind of assault claims and whatnot. Uh, just not to get all morbid with it, but that was like a big thing with her. I just have this distinct memory of listening to that song and playing Call of Duty Black Ops. Like, man, that just takes me back. Like for the first Black Ops game, it's nuts. <laughs> I remember senior prom. They played that. And they had to cut it because whoever it was didn't realize that the word drug was in it. Even though it's your love is my drug or whatever. They yeah, yeah, yeah. It out. And I was like, hey, oh, whatever. No. You know? It's canceled oh, now. No. Well, I mean, no. Six, like, uh, I'm not going to promote. I'm absolutely not going to promote, <laughs> promote drugs to kids. But, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. a little bit more innocent than what it's, you know. If we're playing hey. Tupac or NWA, then, I mean, I'm down for it. But, you know. I'm no, I get what you're saying, but it's like. Um, <laughs> that took a turn really fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Padres uh, Angels, baby. Baseball's yeah, back. <laughs> yeah. 
wow, that took a really wild turn. So, Absolutely. I think, uh, is that, what we got about two, three minutes here? Uh, yeah, we got a minute and a half to be specific. I'm going to do a really quick closeout. So uh, thanks right. for listening to this uh, crossover edition of Lockdown Angels, Lockdown Padres. If you want to download today's show, you can do it through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever podcasting outlet you're using to listen to today's show. Uh, you can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. You can follow us at Lockdown Angels. Javi, real quick. Uh, that's you know what it is, Lockdown Padres, man. L O underscore Padres and Javipeno, J A V I I P E N O. Uh, it's great. And shout out to speaking of religion, shout out to the Friar Faithful uh, people out there, man. This is a uh, great, and I'm hoping that the season turns out great. Absolutely love it, man. So uh, just for uh, reference for Lockdown Angels, I will be gone at the start of next week. I recommend tuning into Lockdown Padres because the Angels are going to be playing the Padres early next week. You can listen to Javi, my man. No, it's a real pleasure. So if you're heading out this weekend, uh, wear a mask. If you're having adult beverages, don't get behind the wheel of a car. Uh, I will be having adult beverages myself. Uh, Javi, you're old enough. Hope you have yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. Got one right behind I'll me right over there. Brother. I'll have <laughs> one for you, brother. And uh, for Lockdown Angels, I'm Joe Blake Ward. I'm you to dot your eyes, cross your T's, and stay nasty. And I'm Javi. Close the sign out, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, stay golden, everybody. Stay safe. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Here at Lockdown Angels and Provadres, we'll see you later in the week. <laughs>